0: You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 117. And before we get into what we're going to be talking about today, ladies, I just want to make sure that you grabbed our foods for insomnia from last week's episode, because a lot of those foods that I talked about in that e-guide are going to have some of the stuff that we're talking about today. Okay, so you can go grab that at www.wellwomannetwork.com forward slash foods. So today's topic is going to be all about the 11 top supplements that you need as a woman. I get asked this question a lot from not only my patients, but my online community. So I thought I'd sit down and just rattle off 11 of the top ones that I think you need and why you need them and where you can get them from and how you can supplement the best. So let's dive in and listen to the 11 top supplements that you need as a woman. Hey there, and welcome to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Broad, millennial women's health guide and certified women's health nurse practitioner. I invite you to join me and hundreds of other women who are curious about their health, want to be their number one self-care advocate, and want to build a health portfolio that is robust enough to carry them through every facet of their lives. The Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast is the only resource you need to start, grow, or level up your health to the fullest potential. Discover why women all over the globe call the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast their go-to women's wellness hub, where we talk about women's wellness, we talk about business life, and everything in between, all the things that pertain to us women being healthy. We are more than just a podcast. We are a community. Well, hey there, ladies, and welcome back to another episode. But before we begin this episode, I just wanted to let you know that this episode is being sponsored by our very own e-guide foods for insomnia. So if you didn't pick it up last week with our sleep episode, I highly recommend that you go there and pick it up this week. And you can find it at wwwwellwomannetworkcom forward slash foods. It's great because um, the topic that we're going to talk about today, you will find a lot of these supplements in some of those foods that we talked about in that guide. So a funny thing is that I've had a couple people this week, both in my actual physical practice as well as online, talk to me and say, "Hey, Michelle, you know as women, we get so confused as to what supplements we need to take and which ones we need and which ones are good and where do we get them from." So I thought that I'd just you know give you a quick episode today on 11 of the top supplements that I think that women need. <clears throat> especially if you are not consuming a really, um, great clean diet where you're going to be getting all this stuff in there. And even though, and even some of these supplements I'm going to be talking about today, you really, even if you ate massive amounts of the foods that they have in there, you still may not get enough depending on, you know, who you are and your body type and different things like that. So just know that, um, some of these things you may need to supplement for. So to answer the first question is, where do I go to get a good supplement? Now, if you've heard me talk before on the podcast, I always say if you're going to spend money on supplements, then you want to get supplements that are worthy of the cash that you're spending. And you want to get good supplements, quality supplements that are coming from a name brand that you know of and that you know the company is doing good things in the world and isn't doing, you know, sourcing out crappy um, byproducts or different things to put into the product. So I always highly recommend that you go to either a health food store, like in our area, we have Roots, we have Sprouts, Mothers, Whole Foods, any of those type of places. Number one, because these type of stores carry a variety of different brands, you know, from middle priced, you know, to upper price. So depending on where your price range is, you usually can find, you know, something in your price range at one of these type of places. Secondly, they always come with people behind the counters that are very knowledgeable about the stuff that they have in their store. So if you have questions, these are great places to go. You're not going to be able to find anybody, you know, in a Costco or in a big box store, or even at your local, you know, CVS or wherever drug store and ask them questions about the supplements that they have on the shelf, because they're not going to be able to tell you. They just stock you know, the top stuff there and they just put anything and everything there. And I'm not knocking these places by all means, don't get me wrong. I'm just giving you my opinion because people ask me my opinion. So if you ask me my opinion, I'm going to give it to you. And I just feel that, you know, you need to be spending good money on good supplements. Okay. Because good supplements are not exactly, you know, $1.99 at your local, um, you know, pharmacy. Okay, so that's one thing. So go to a good place that has a good variety. You also go to these kind of places because, like I said, they have great people behind the counter that can talk to you about those products. And number three, they almost always have only stock products that are high quality products. Now, are there some products there that are iffy too? Yes, by all means, th- that's everywhere. But for the most part, These are, these are people that their company and their stores are reputable and they're known for housing great supplements. So that's why you want to go there and you want a supplement company that's been around. You want to know what's in these products. Okay. You want to have an open, transparent, you know, where if you go look up them online, you can see where they're sourcing their products and different things like that. Because ladies, here's the thing. If you're going to spend money on supplements, you want to know that they're doing what they say they do in your body. So for me, I like companies that I can go online and I can do research around and I can see where the companies are, where they got their products. I can see if they did research on their product because you know me, I'm a big research person. So I want to make sure that the supplement that I'm taking is actually doing what it says it's going to do. Okay. And a lot of supplements, you know, contain other things in them and they use second party research saying, oh, our product contains vitamin C for instance, but you know, we're taking the data and the, and the, and the research that this other company did. So that's the thing. And you want to know also which of the particular products, you know, you're taking is the best one for you to be taking and the right milligrams. And if you go to reputable places, they most likely know all those things too. Okay. So that's one thing. So spend some good money, spend it on good products, know what you're taking, know where the product is coming from and make sure that the product is doing what it says it's going to do. Okay. My other rule of thumb is for me is I do not believe that you need to be spending thousands of dollars on supplements either. I believe that you need to look at your individual body, your individual needs, your dietary needs, your exercise, how you exercise and all those other things, and then decide for you what you need in your arsenal. Okay. So if you are a person who happens to work outside all the time and you're not like you know, let's say for instance, you don't have a lot of clothes on, you may be getting more sun than somebody else and your vitamin D level may be great. So you may not need to supplement with vitamin D. Okay. Where somebody who's inside all the time may, and we're going to talk about some of these things as well as we go along. So, you know, only supplement with things that you need. Like I said, I don't think that you need to be spending thousands of dollars and taking, you know, 20 pills every single day to get the things that you need. So I, for me personally, and what I recommend for all my clients is that you try to eat a healthy, clean, well-rounded diet that is high in a lot of these things already so that you only have to supplement limited amounts of different things on the side. Okay. So you're not taking thousands of pills every single day. All right. So try to eat the food sources first where these things come from. And then if you're not getting enough of it, then supplement what you need, the difference in supplements. Okay. And the next thing is someone asked me, okay, so what are the best supplements? So here's the breakdown. Liquids generally are always the best because they're liquid. Number two, I go for capsules. I love capsules because capsules, I can open them up if I want to, if I don't want the gelatin on there. And depending if people are vegetarian or they're vegan, some of the capsules, you know, can contain, you know, um, they're made from meat and different sources. So that may be an issue for you. So you can open up capsules. And then lastly, I go, lastly, if there's anything, it's actually the, the full, you know, hard tablet ones. And you can find out if a tablet is actually doing what it needs to do. If you just drop it in a little bit of vinegar and it disintegrates, you can kind of see if it's actually breaking down because usually the pH inside your gut is usually around what vinegar is. So you kind of put it in some vinegar, see if it dissolves. If it does within like half, you know, half an hour or so, then you know that it's, it's dissolving in your gut. If it's not there too. Okay. So, but most of the time I'm taking almost all of my supplements are in the form of capsules. Because I, like I said, I can either open them up and I put them in my smoothie, or I just like capsules better because they dissolve so much faster in your, um, in your gut versus a full-on tablet, okay? And I'm not much for liquids because most liquid supplements don't have a great taste, so I'm just really not into liquids. But there are liquid ones out there that you can get too. All right. So, now that we got a little bit of that cleared up, let's let's dive into talking about 11 of the top supplements that I think as a woman that you need. Because ladies, we are women, it is important that we take care of our health, not only on the outside, but on the inside because the inside is what's setting up what everybody sees, you know, good stuff on the outside, okay? So the top way that you can do this is by ensuring that you are giving your body all the nutrients that it needs. So the following supplements and minerals are especially important for you as a woman, okay? So to get the most nutrients, like I said, try to get these things in the food that you eat and then supplement on top of them, okay? So calcium is one of the ones that I want to talk about because first, it's imp- it's the most important nutrient you need if you are a woman, okay? Um, it Calcium is, of course, important for everyone as it builds strong bones and it is important for muscles and nerves, but women you know, need calcium more so than men because after 30, bone growth stops for women and you end up losing more bone than you actually gain bone. So you build bone mass for the first 30 30, you know, for the first 30 decades of your life, okay, each decade up to 30, which is 10, three of them, three decades, you build, sorry, I didn't say 30, for the first three decades of your life, you're building bone and your bone mass building stops at age 30. So after that, you are gradually, you know, losing more bone than you are making. And then if you're a menopausal woman, you tend to lose way more bone after you go through menopause because estrogen helps, um, calcium and it helps the bone building process. So it is recommended that we find calcium. I want you to look for leafy greens, such as kale, spinach, broccoli, as well as tofu if you're a, um, a vegan or a vegetarian, um, it comes from fish if you're a pescatarian, and you can also get it in bone broth if you just eat meat and that's you know good for you. So in order to maximize the calcium that you are either eating or that you are supplementing with, you'll also want to take and pair it with vitamin D. Um, you can help your body absorb calcium by boosting your vitamin D intake. Okay. In addition to a variety of foods that are rich in vitamin D, such as, you know, um, eggs, egg yolks, sorry, milk and yogurt. If you're a vegan and you're, you you do not do that, you can also do mushrooms. You can get it through oranges and also you can get it through fortified juices. Like if you get fortified orange juice or different ones or fortified cereals, not that I recommend you eating cereal, but it also sometimes will have vitamin D in there too. You can also take a vitamin D supplement each day if you don't feel you're getting enough vitamin D from your diet. And there's also, like I talked about earlier, there's an easy way to get vitamin D is if you just go outside. Your body produces vitamin D when it's exposed to sunlight. So anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes of sun exposure three times a week also helps your body get some vitamin D. But no, the darker your skin tone, the longer that you have to be outside in the sun to gain that um, exposure and to get that benefit from being outside. When it comes to calcium, you want to take calcium citrate and you need anywhere from 1200 to 1500 milligrams a day. And you want to do it in divided doses. Your body is better able to digest it and absorb it when it's in divided doses. Okay. Also, Along with vitamin D, you'll want to, and your calcium to get the most benefit too, you want to pair those two, vitamin D and calcium with vitamin K because vitamin K helps the body make protein for healthy bones and it can help the body reduce the amount of calcium that it excretes or that it gets rid of. So sometimes you'll find a product that has calcium, vitamin D3 and vitamin K um, and K3 or K2. So you want to make sure that, you know, look at when you're taking supplements, what supplements complement each other and what supplements don't. And also when you're taking different supplements, you need to find out, you know, depending on what medications you take, you need to know if you're going to take these medications away from the medications that you take, because some of these supplements, you know, are not going to be able to be absorbed by certain medications and certain supplements, you know, downgrade the potency of a particular medication. So always check either with, you know, your pharmacist or, um, your doctor, your medical provider, or even a lot of times, um, I, like I said, a lot of these people at these stores are very knowledgeable and they'll know as well, but be an, inf- an informed person. Remember, we're talking about, I always talk to you about being and stressing to you to be about your own best self-care advocate. So look to yourself, you know, you can always go online and Google the particular medicine that you're taking and see if there's any cross reactions or counterindications with a particular supplement. So you can do a little bit of this homework yourself as well and find out if you can take it or you cannot take it. And that way you can then bring intelligent questions to the pharmacist and or your medical provider and ask them and they'll know that you've actually looked and kind of did some homework and research for this. So always try to be your best self-care advocator first and look and see what you can do for yourself. Um, some of these things like vitamin K and um, some of these things like spinach if you're taking a blood thinner you know, you're not going to have to worry about that if if you're in the younger population, but you never know. Sometimes you may, depending on if you have AFib at a younger age, like, like I had, um, vitamin K and spinach and dark leafy greens can actually, you know interrupt your blood thinner and make your blood even thinner. So you want to be careful with some of those. But if you're taking the newer ones, you don't have to worry so much with some of the newer blood thinners. You only really have to worry about is with um, Coumadin or better known as Warfarin. That's where those things will mess you up. And usually, like I said, most younger people aren't taking those kind of medications. But if you happen to be in an age group where you are, then that's something else that you want to think of. The next thing that's really important for women besides calcium is folate, okay? You want to make sure that you're getting enough of this nutrient in your diet. Folate or folic acid is another nutrient that is great for people of all genders, but particularly if you are a woman of the childbearing age, okay? Folic acid is needed to help your baby grow healthy and strong and helping to reduce the risk of spinal cord problems which are linked to a folic acid deficiency. Many prenatal vitamins will contain the minimum required amount of folic acid but you might also be asked to take another supplement if you are pregnant and need to get more of it. If you're a woman that is not currently pregnant, you can get your folate from foods like green beans, potatoes, broccoli, and brown rice. So a lot of these um, things like you can get from normal staple things that you're hopefully, I'm hoping, I'm praying that you eat these things, you know, on a regular basis. Like, you know, broccoli is, is great. Green beans are great. We're not talking about any weird food here that you shouldn't be already eating or consuming in your diet. And brown rice, hey, that's, that's one of the staples in our household. So, you know, and, I, and we are broccoli fans to, to the death. So it's all good here. The next thing that I want you to include or look at is some Magnesium. Because magnesium is very important for your physical and your mental health, and we we talked about you know mental health um, several several episodes ago, and especially with stress and everything that people are going through, so a deficiency in magnesium has been linked to high blood pressure. It can be linked to dizziness. It can be linked to PMS symptoms, and it also a lot of people you know get muscle cramps. So magnesium is very good for that. You can get more magnesium in your diet, ladies, through healthy foods like nuts, seeds leafy green vegetables, whole grains, oat bran, and wheat germ. Okay. If you don't think you're getting enough magnesium, the supplement amount that you should be taking for women is anywhere between 310 to 320 milligrams per day for women. Okay. The next one that I want to talk to you about is vitamin C. Make sure that you're eating enough foods that provide vitamin C. This is one of the most powerful antioxidants, and it helps with chronic disease, anti-aging, as it helps with your collagen formation. And we all know we want to have great looking skin, right? I know I do. So I get plenty of vitamin C every day. It boosts immune function, and it helps in the maintenance of, of all your bodily tissue. So come on, vitamin C, you need it. It also plays a role in the maintenance of your collagen, bones, and your teeth. Okay, so be getting, you know, eat your oranges or, you know, get some vitamin C. Everybody, you know, vitamin C was the thing that we've all been touting anyway since the last year, since the pandemic, take your vitamin C, take your zinc, all that kind of stuff because they're great for immune function, right? But hey, it's great for your teeth and it's great for your bones. So you want to make sure that you're getting that in there too. You can get vitamin C, as you know, from citrus fruits like oranges and grapefruits, but you can also get vitamin C from bell peppers, broccoli, cauliflower, and tomatoes, Okay. Again, there comes my favorite group, broccoli. And I happen to eat bell peppers almost every single day. My daughter loves grapefruit. I'm not such a grapefruit fan, but my mom likes it as well. So another thing that I want you to think about that's on the list of 11 is your B vitamins. Okay. B complex vitamins are on the top of the list here too, because you need those for a lot of mental capacities and a lot of different things too, especially if you're a vegan and you're not eating a lot of meat. Okay. Um, there's just not one B vitamin, but there's a combination of eight different ones you should try to get through foods, through your food sources or with a supplement. Okay. So the types of B vitamins, I'm just going <clears> to <throat> run through them really fast here because there's eight of them. There's B1, which is thiamine, B2, riboflavin, B3, niacin, B5, panathenic acid, B6, pyro- um, <clears throat> peroxidone, B7 biotin. And I know I didn't say that B6, right? Sorry about that. B6. B9 folic acid and B12 is cobalamin. And that's the most famous one that you know. The reason B complex um, supplements or vitamins are recommended is because of everything they can do for you. They encompass many health benefits, both for your physical and your mental health. Specific B vitamins help with different things like folic acid being good for your body when you're pregnant Um, Biotin is excellent for your skin and hair. So in general, B-complex vitamin supplementations are great for PMS symptoms as well, like we talked about earlier, heart disease. They're great for your brain health, like we just said, mental health conditions like anxiety and depression. They can increase your energy for sure, and many other great things. So how do you get them through food sources? All right. So let's talk about this. Okay. You can get them through eating plenty of fruits, vegetables, whole grains, nuts, seeds, lean poultry, and fish will get you what you need. The more specific foods for certain types of B vitamins, you just have to source them out. For example, dairy products contain a good source of vitamin B2, while fish, nuts, and legumes are great for B3. So what I do is I take an overall B complex. I get it from now. I actually like them. It's N-O-W. Oh, and the other thing that I wanted to talk to you about places too, if you want to go online, I love Swanson's.com. They have a whole list of supplements from all different great companies. They also have their own brand and they're just a very highly reputable, affordable place to get supplements. You can also get a lot of great supplements if you know the brands from from, um, Amazon, like now is on Amazon. My daughter gets a lot of her now products, NOW. I love them. I've been taking them for years. Um, they have a great B they actually, I'll be honest with you. They have a fabulous tasting B complex that tastes delicious. And you just have to do one little dropper full every day. So that's where I get my liquid bees from too, especially when, um, I tend to not be eating a whole lot of meat. I try to, you know, eat some meat, chicken, so that my body still understands how to digest it, but then I try to go for long periods of time where I'm just not eating meat. So I kind of go back and forth at different things that I do. Okay. So the next one is, of course, omegas have got to be on the list because omega-3 fatty acids um, are very important for physical and mental health. Not having enough healthy fats like fish oil often leads to anxiety and depression, not to mention the toll it takes on your physical health. So if you want more omegas, you can look for superfoods like a fish, like in fish oil. Okay. This comes from oily, fatty fish, like salmon, mackerel, and tuna. And I know that I think I put tuna on is one of those, um, 16 foods in the foods for insomnia list as well, because it contains tryptophan. So if you don't enjoy eating fish, you can also get it from different types of nuts and some veggies. But here's the thing with omegas. Most of us do not eat a lot of fish or we don't eat enough fish. So this is one of those ones that you're really most of the time are going to have to supplement with from. And there are vegan sources because I t- I get mine from juice from the um, juice plus company, which I share all the time. It's one of my favorites. It has um, five different sources of omegas so not just Um, you know, your three and your six, but it has all different forms. So there are vegan sources out there that you can take too if if you're not into eating fish. But like I said, this is one of the ones that you're most likely going to want to have to have a supplement with. The other ones, a lot of times, like I said, try to get them from your food sources. And then if you're not getting enough, you can supplement back with. The other ones on the list that you know of that I'm going to talk about are pre and probiotics because I'm always talking to you about gut health. So what's a prebiotic? A prebiotic is something that, you, that your body needs in order for the probiotics to work. Probiotics feed off of a prebiotic. So things as prebiotics are chicory root. It's an, it's an excellent source of prebiotic fiber. So most of these things that are, are considered prebiotics are things that have fiber in it. Onions are another source of, of a prebiotic, and they're also an immune-boosting food. You can also do oatmeal. Whole oats are high in beta, beta glucan fibers and resistant starch, and they're a great source of a prebiotic. You can do wheat bran. If you like asparagus, um, asparagus is also another good prebiotic. Dandelion greens, Jerusalem artichoke, and mine that I almost eat like every single day, half of one is a banana. So, you know, those are prebiotics and you need prebiotics in order for the probiotic to work in your, in your gut. Probiotics, you know, yogurt is the classic example but there are other plenty, other prebiotic foods like kombucha, kefir, miso, sauerkraut, pickles, and fermented cheese. Me, I love pickles. It happens to be one of my favorites. Um, I used to drink kombucha all the time. I actually was in a kombucha making phase where I was making kombucha all the time. But once you get started with that, with making it on your own, You got to keep on making it. You can't have a slack. So it got to be a real pain in the butt. So I just now just buy it at the store, but you know, it can be, it can be expensive about four to four bucks a piece, but you can find it someplace cheaper, but you know, get some, you know, kefir, um, or get miso if you like miso soup, sauerkraut. There's plenty of people that like sauerkraut, but Hey, for me, pickles do the trick. All right. So the last one on the list, then that I'm going to talk to you about rounding off the list of 11 is zinc. Because, you know, we've been touting zinc and we've been touting vitamin C for the past year with the pandemic and with the corona, because, you know, zinc is essential for helping your body's immune system as it plays a role in the development of your T-cells. And T-cells are what you need for to build your immunity, okay? And they're also, T-cells are also needed in the formation um, for blood clotting. So with zinc, women 19 years and older need eight milligrams of zinc daily. A pregnant woman needs 11 milligrams and a breastfeeding woman needs 12 milligrams. Okay. If you're not breastfeeding, then you can probably get away with me probably around between anywhere between 11 and 12 milligrams of zinc a day. I know with the pandemic, they were touting, you know, 20 milligrams, you know, you can too, but like I said, start low and then you can always move up. You can also get this by eating zinc comes in nuts seeds and legumes so you know if you with such a low amount that you really need of zinc i mean depending on like i said they really were touting it at 20 milligrams or higher with the pandemic so you know you can kind of you know use your best judgment but i eat a lot of nuts i eat seeds and I eat a lot of legumes so i think i get a lot there too So I really, um, haven't been supplementing with zinc. I do tend to supplement sometimes with an, with extra vitamin C, you know, I put those, I get those vitamin C packets from sprouts and I put them in my, in my water and I drink that help me every single day. So there you have it. Okay. You have 11 great supplements that you need to be getting either through food or through a supplement. So we talked about where you can get good supplements, why you need to take good supplements because you want them to be doing the job that they say they're going to be doing in your body. You want them to be coming from a reputable source. You want to hopefully be getting them from companies that have, you know, research behind them. And like I said, ladies, there's no, there's no judgment if your diet isn't the greatest thing. Okay. Here's the thing. There's a gap. There's the gap sometimes from what you should be eating to what you are eating and there, and that's where supplements come in handy. Okay. Like I said, you know, that's why I've been taking juice plus for the last, what, 17 years because, um, you know, it's, I don't eat the rainbow of fruits and vegetables. And so therefore I just, I supplement back with it. And then I do my very best on top of that to eat the things that I need to eat. But I know that I'm not getting the rainbow. So, you know if you're not it's okay. supplement with some of these things so let's go over the list just one more time to wrap it up so that you can write them down if you're if you're driving or if you're anywhere else. Number one is calcium anywhere from twelve hundred to fifteen hundred milligrams a day. you need vitamin d three you need vitamin k that also helps with the breakdown of calcium to aid your bones. But remember we talked about with vitamin K, you need to make sure that you are not, i um, taking a blood thinner for that one. Folate, if you're pregnant, or even if you're not pregnant, it's great. Magnesium, vitamin C for its immune boosting stuff. Um, B-complex for energy and brain and mental health. Also, we talked about omegas. Omegas are great fish oil. You need that for your heart. You need that for your bones. You need it for everything. Pre and probiotics are so important for your gut. And then we talked about zinc. So that rounds off the list of 11. There're probably, you know, a couple more that you need, but you know, like I said, I want you to try to think about getting these things from foods um, versus trying to get them from supplements, and then taking a small amount of supplements on the side to aid with this. Like I told you, I take Juice Plus. It's all—it's a whole bunch of fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Plus, it has fiber. Plus, it has a little bit of of a probiotic in it as well. And then I just supplement for a few of these things a calcium because I don't do a lot. I do hardly any dairy. I don't do dairy at all because of my eczema problems. So I just stick away from that. So I do supplement with some calcium. I get my vitamin C because I eat oranges. I get my, you know, I get other things because I eat bananas every day. So that's a prebiotic right there. We do a lot of onions in our family. So that helps. That's a prebiotic too. Oatmeal is also great as a prebiotic. I do take a very um, good, probiotic because i want my gut to be healthy i want my stools to be regular and all those things because that all those things working inside of us ladies ladies help us to be healthy and to look fabulous on the outside it gives us the energy that we need to go to our jobs every day come home take care of our families and do all the things that we need to do so there you have it i hope that you either are taking some of these things or you learned something from here if you have any questions whatsoever please hit us up over on the gram at Wellwoman Network. You can always leave us a DM. Please rate and review this podcast over on iTunes. It means the world to us. Come on over and join our group at Wellwoman Network 360 on Facebook, if that's something for you, or we would love to see you on our VIP newsletter where we send out every Wednesday most of the time or Thursday. If I remember, sometimes I forget. Um, and we give little tips and tricks and, you know, I talk about what's on the podcast, but I give you some other things too. We have goodies. You'd be the first to be on the list to get announced when new products come out. So come on over there. If you go to WellWomanNetwork.com, you know, there is a VIP newsletter sign up all over the place at the bottom of the pages and everything too. Um, and I think that's just, I think that's about it. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to get um, foods for insomnia because, like I said, a lot of these things that I talked about today are in containing some of those foods that I was talking to you about that are going to help you with your sleep. So, for the Foods with Insomnia guide, you can go to wellwomannetwork.com forward slash foods and pick that up. So it's been another great week, ladies. I hope that you have a blessed rest of this one. And I hope God richly richly blesses you in the week ahead. And I'll talk to you soon. And bye for now.